RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up, everybody? Oh, shit, something's in my mouth. <laughs> All right, guys, guys, what's happening? This is Tara Devlin, unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Thanks for hanging out. We meet here every Friday evening around 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at youtube.com slash c for channel slash tarabuster. I see the chat room filling up. Nice to see you guys. Nice to see you. Thank you for your super chat, Jim, right out of the gate. Thank you for being a moderator. That means a lot, keeping the the trolls in their place. We don't stand trolls. We don't suffer them. There are plenty of places for them to hang out. We've, yeah, we don't like them. Yeah, they offer nothing. All right, what else? What else do I have to, I don't even know. You know, some plugs. If you can become a patron, you know, please do. Patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. It's keep this fucking show go <laughs> sorry i mean keep the show going and growing nice to see you matt m in the chat and jd from across the pond nice to see you everybody pookie's mommy terry taylor steve nice to see you guys 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 all right so, Winston, of course, I see you there, Winston, and Haiku, the star of the show, the star of the chat room, Haiku. Thank you, Haiku, for being a moderator and for being a moderator and everything else for all these years. I can't do it without you, that's for sure. All right, so let me think. What am I going to say? Oh, yeah, so some some uh, plugs. I don't know. You know, uh, APS Radio News. I don't know if that's still going on. I've been trying to t- talk to Charlie. I think he's going through something. So um, I'm glad to see he's still in the fight. So, uh, yeah, and thank you for your donation, Charlie. So hope I, I hope everything's okay and, you know, Thank you. That's all I can say. Thank you for thinking of of this show and keeping the show going. So, um, let's see. Let's see. I just hope you're okay. That's all. That's all I got to say. You know what I mean? When you don't get a response from somebody, it makes me worried. I get worried. I don't know about you. I immediately think, you know, the worst. So, all right. Well, I hope so. Where there's life, there's hope. So, hope you're okay. All right, guys. It's a tough time for a lot of us. So, you know, we're not... No, we're not... No, no one's perfect. There were only a couple of perfect people, I heard. One was Jesus. The second was Trump. And the rest of us all have to figure it out as we go. And, you know, I don't know how we can stand in the shadow of such perfection of Donald J. Trump. You know how they have, you know how annoying that is? How they always say, they have to say jo- Donald J. Trump all the time to elevate him and yeah, to make him somehow a serious person. I don't give a shit if he was sitting in the Oval Office. 
He's not a serious person. He's a fucking clown. He's a grifter, but he's in the perfect party because the entire Republican Party is a party of grifters and clowns. And, um, but we can't, I mean, if only they were funny, you know, if they were just a, a, the, a marginalized group, as they should be. You know, I've, um, I, I'm a big Mike Malloy. I'm a truth seeker. I, I'm only doing this, really, thanks to Mike Malloy. You know, he's the one that um, got me started. So I should either thank him or <laughs> kick him in the ass. I should thank him or I should uh, be very upset. So uh, anyway, but he he said it for years. You know, the, the right wingers are not meant to be a my majority party. They are a like a, a uh, they should be in the minority. They, they really should. And by how do we know this? I mean, they're not this. They are. It's the. They are the antithesis of human, of you. I don't know. Of, of uh, how am I going to put this? How do I? They are. They are. Uh, they're not. You know. I mean, they're like the the anchors on progress. The the albatrosses around our necks. You know, uh, conservatism stands athwart history, yelling "stop," is what William F. Buckley described conservatism as you know that's their definition well at least they can, they have a definition uh, you know, and I, we know how much they struggle for definitions like the definition of woke the definition of well ethics they have no clue what that is either um, another one they they I, that's now ha in a resurgency is high tech lynching Everybody's high-tech lynching. <laughs> the poor, poor put-upon Uncle Clarence, who is, uh, he's being high-tech lynched again, everyone. If only, and this is the Republican way, if only we let them simply get away with being the, you know, disgusting and and that's from I mean that is their whole damage in a nutshell. If only we let them go about the business of being completely useless and completely greed-centered, disgusting, inhumane, vile. You know, because that's what it's all about. From the from the the uh, the smallest right-wing dupe on the totem pole to their Lord and Savior, Donald Jesus Trump. It's all about being as filthy as they are and having no repercussions because the party of personal responsibility only sticks to that motto when they're trying to, you know, take health care away from somebody or from not just somebody, millions of people. When it comes to taking responsibility for the for you know anything for themselves for their corruption, forget it because they they, they are corrupt. They are they cannot function in a democracy, and it's just all over the way. And it's in their actions. You know, know them by their fruits. Yesterday. Um, perjury trader green posted something on her Twitter vomit 
platform uh, said something uh, about Jesus is the light, the way, the Lord, the truth, something like that. It was just, you know, I don't know. I guess she was feeling in the spirit for a second or two. And yeah, I, I wish, I wish these people love Jesus. I really do. Because then we wouldn't have to constantly be battling them to have a functioning democracy that worked for more than Donald Jesus Trump and his grifter pals and Uncle Clarence and Ginny Thomas and their grifter pals. I mean, for people who are so focused, supposedly, on uh, on Jesus, they certainly got the earthly rewards in their friggin' sights, that's for sure. You know, they're glomming up all those earthly rewards. Really. Like, uh, you know, just, but they want well, they want us to pretend or they want us to believe that they're, they're just like us, right? They're just average Joes who like to vacation in Walmart's parking lot. <laughs> All right. Who like, does anybody like going to Walmart? I'm just, I'm average stock. For those who don't know, that was Uncle Clarence trying to pretend he's just like us when he's... He's flying around the world on somebody else's dime um, to uh, on vacations that cost half a million dollars. Uh, I don't know about you. I can't get out of the tri-state area here. And, uh, you know, if to go on a vacation that costs $500,000? That's like the vacation of a dreamland. But that's just another day at the office for the, for the corrupt right-wingers and well i know i repeat myself there and they prove me right every day they're not in government for altruism they're in government to suck money out of the rest of us and wrap it in the veneer of legitimacy of legal legitimacy that's what clarence thomas is on the supreme court to do he uncle clarence excuse me and nothing says that more uh, there's, there's something, everything that they're up to. I mean, the, the corruption, the corruption is bottomless, but, uh, here's an, here's an article from business insider from 2022 and I'm bringing it up because it just says it all. Hold on a second. Come back people. We're talking about uncle Clarence. You're not going to want to miss it. All right, all right. So this is an article from Business Insider from 2022. Supreme Court Justice Uncle Clarence Thomas. I'm doing some editorial commentary. Supreme Court Justice Uncle Clarence Thomas told his law clerks in the 90s that he wanted to serve for 43 years to make liberals' lives miserable. Really? Do you see what I'm saying? Republicans are unfit. They're unfit to lead, uh, you know, a, a drunken conga line. They're unfit to uh, lead a fucking, I don't know, bridal <laughs> of a uh, that one bridal one. I was thinking of karaoke. I like the drunken conga line. I got to come up with some more unfit metaphors we should have a contest but yeah i mean that's really it they're unfit 
to hold leadership positions in a modern nation. They're unfit, you know, to, uh, to lead. They're not leaders. They're takers. And to say that, could you imagine if any other justice or any other judge in general said something like that, especially a Supreme Court justice, he wants to serve for 43 years, not to make the country more equitable and fair, uh, to promote the general welfare, No, not to do that, not to ensure that the working class majority is economically vibrant and upwardly mobile. No, 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 no. He wants to serve, serve, uh, in quotes, to make liberals' lives miserable. Imagine if Ruth Bader Ginsburg said something like that. And this is why Republicans are unfit, because they are fundamentally sick. They are sick people through and through. That's why they are attracted to conservatism. If they were in any way evolved towards the human part of the spectrum, they would be liberals. They would be Democrats. They would, be, they would lean Democratic or something. Because they're, you know, conservatism, in order to be a conservative, you have to be sick in some way. You have to be a racist. You have to be, you know, tiny and scared and fearful. You have to be somewhat somewhat self-loathing. You definitely have to hate democracy. How can you be a, a, a Supreme Court justice and you're, you want to serve to make the lives of the, the Americans, and I'm saying serve, of course, I'm uh, being generous because that's what it says. He's not serving, he's serving himself. But you want to make liberals' lives miserable. You want to make your fellow Americans' lives miserable. And this is what I always say about Republicans because, you know, for, um, yeah, I hate them. Legally and peacefully, of course, but th- I'm not trying to hurt them. You know, I've never, I don't want to hurt them. I want them to wake the fuck up. I want them to be okay. I want them to get the help they need. I want them to have the mental health care uh, and health care in general that they need and go get that, go get help. Go talk to somebody about your problems. So instead of inflicting them on society. Yeah. Why are you so hateful? Why is it? I mean, is that a way to go through life? And you're so, and I'm sure you love Jesus too. This is the other thing that makes me sick. And that's why I wish they love Jesus. I wish he's the way, the truth, the life. Get the fuck out of it, please. You, you hate Jesus and everything he stood for. And if he came back, you'd crucify him again. But to make liberals' lives miserable, how? How? You, I, because, well, it's this is what they do. Uncle Clarence, in all his years on the court, has never sided with the underdog. Curiously enough, right? I thought these people, yeah, you know, just uh, all balls and strikes, John Roberts, right? 
Everybody's just calling balls and strikes bullshit. These people are inflicting their sickness on this country, and that's why the country is sick. It really is. It, the fish rots from the head down, and we, and we have these kings and queens, little, you know, uh, Uncle Clarence, John Roberts, all of the um, Amy Coney, uh, resting bitch face Barrett, the rest of them, they're all the kings and queens of America. They're writing laws, they're overturning laws, they're inflicting their manias on America. They hate this country. He, he basically said it. He hates America. And just that statement alone speaks to the fact that Uncle Clarence is unfit. And if he had any integrity, if he cared about the court and the institution and the country he pretends to serve, he would resign in the midst of the stench that he has... Uh, and shoved up our nostrils in this country because Republicans have destroyed the Supreme Court like they destroy everything they touch. And that's the point. There's, a, there's no bottom to, the, to their the corruption. That's why, you know, John Roberts, he's, he doesn't want to go talk to the Congress about the ethics they don't have. And that's not even the that they don't have any ethics. They don't even uh, the the few laws you shouldn't even have to point it out how how disgusting it is, and of course how they how they uh, you know the the excuses are they go through uh, other uh, the other Supreme Court justices' history and they. They try to conflate and play this whataboutism. Now the the right wingers, the way they're defending Uncle Clarence. Here, I'll show you. Here, I got I got Byron Donalds. I got a clip, you know, of him trying and failing, of course, to defend Uncle Clarence. Anywhere, where is it? Here we go. He was on uh, Fox News Junior. Congressman Donald, thank you and welcome to the program. So first, just to ask you about Justice Thomas and this arrangement in which uh, Harlan Crow paid tuition amounting to about $6,000 a month for a couple of years for uh, his grandnephew's tuition at private schools. Why is that something that is acceptable for a Supreme Court justice to do without disclosing it specifically? Well, listen, first of all, this is we're talking about a report from ProPublica. Let's say if there's going to be an investigation and it's something where the court has to do that, let's let the what? court's investigation run its course. Yeah, let's let the court, the unethical body that is proving to America that the, that they deserve the 20 percent approval rating. If and I might even be, be being generous, let's have them police themselves because you know then they can just say oh shit uh nothing to see here unreal and the the other thing is he's complaining that oh this comes from a publication well that's the point of the fourth estate that's why the press is the only profession enshrined in the constitution uncle byron
And let's not forget this Byron Donalds. He's supposed to be that wonderkind, you know, how they all ran to nominate him for Speaker of the House because apparently he's such a, he's so impressive, uh, even though he's a freshman congressman. But, you know, he's got darker pigment. And the Democrats had, um, you know, they had uh, Jeffries. So they need to, they play pigment against pigment. And because uh, that's all it's about. It's, it's the show. They got a show. You know, they got... They got a big tent, Republicans. You say, you know, they got they got N words too, right? Right. That's how uh, they they must look at it. They got all they got uh, they got queers. They got N words. They got it. They got it all. They got some, uh, you know, biological men in there. I'm talking about, um, you know, what's her face? Uh, yeah. That, the the trans republican I can't remember her name oh yeah Jenner used to be called Jenner um Caitlyn Jenner yes that used to be Jenner it was always Jenner you know what I'm saying but that that's their big tent they got a couple of tokens in there so you know the guy that they nominated again and again for the Speaker of the House. Uh, funny enough, has zero committee leadership assignments, but he was fit to be nominated in the show to show the public how how not seriously, totally not racist they are. Anyway, I think the unfortunate thing here is that we have too many people trying to jump to conclusions off of a media report instead of letting the actual process... A media report. Again, that's what the press is there to do. And that's why ProPublica is doing their job as the, the, in the fourth estate, where the, the only profession enshrined in the Constitution for a reason. But, you know, of course, go by all means disparage the pillars of democracy Uncle Byron, because that's what Republicans do. It's uh, yes, it's this. It's a report from media outlet. Well, the I know that Republicans are used to media outlets that just simply lie to the the dumbasses they pretend to represent, and stir them up, and to to well stir them up to the point that they're uh, some of these douchebags are going to jail. Good, you know, turning them into traitors, all from sea to shining sea. But, and, yeah, I know that Republicans, that's the kind of media outlets they're used to. That when they see actual journalism take place, that it's very confusing to them. They have to disparage it because they hate democracy. Yeah, ultimately, that's what the point is. To destroy democracy. This is why they kiss uh, Victor Orban's ass. They look to him for inspiration. He destroyed the the democracy in Hungary, and they're following that playbook here. Forward. What I can tell you is that even people who are on the other ideological side of the court have repeatedly said oh that Justice God. Thomas is a man of, of high integrity. What does that Justice have to do with Breyer anything? Justice Breyer has said that about Clarence Thomas, He's, and you oh, know they so don't just, agree when it comes to politics or even their, their views just of the take Constitution. his word for He's a good guy. He's, he's got a lot of integrity. Pay no attention to his actions, 
That's a lot of integrity, right? It's so much integrity not to report your uh, your dealings with a freaking billionaire that comes before the court with with cases. It's that's a lot of integrity, right? To be the only one on the Supreme Court who says that, oh no, no, we shouldn't see the 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 texts from the January sixth treason event that his wife was involved in. You know, Jenny Thomas is a fucking kook. She's sick. Like I said, they're all sick in some form or another. Jenny Thomas, and to her own admission, was in a cult when she was a younger person, and now she, and she's still in a cult. She switched cults. She used to be some kind of cult awareness speaker because she was sharing her story about how she fell into a cult. Well, I hate to tell you, Ginny, you're still in the fucking cult. And that goes to show you, I guess, you know, Ginny is, what has she learned? Nothing for being in a cult. She, I mean, she's out there. She was, at, well, for years she was out there talking about, you know, beware of cults. Because I, I fell into a cult. And look at me, you know. Now I'm free. And she fell into another cult. This is the one who's texting to Mark Meadows on the day of the insurrection that Biden was going to be pulled off uh, something in a, on a barge and tried on a barge somewhere in Gitmo. Just pulling shit out of her ass from, well, via the pages of 4chan. That's Jenny Thomas, the wife of a Supreme Court justice, so-called, who hates America, who wants to upset uh, and make, make misery, not, uh, not even just upset. He wants to make the lives of liberals miserable. That's what he, he wants, yeah, wants to do. He doesn't want to serve the country. He doesn't want to make this country a better place. No, no, no. He wants to upset and, well, not just upset, like I said, not. He wants to make his, the lives of his fellow Americans miserable. But he's a good guy. He's, he's the goddamn salt of the earth, that guy. Is he? Is he really? I don't think so. Somebody who is motivated, who's sitting on the the top of the heap, you know, and he doesn't have to worry about shit. He's not he's not out here scraping and scrounging, trying to make ends meet. One of the the majority of the American people who are living paycheck to paycheck can't save four hundred fucking dollars. Who can't save four hundred dollars if there's an emergency? You know, that's you're on the balls of your ass in this fucked up country. He's got health care for life, palling around with bill, billionaires, corrupt billionaires, Nazi-loving billionaires. These are his pals. I don't know about you, and I got no billionaire pals. And he's he wants to make his fellow Americans' lives miserable. Well, mission accomplished, Uncle Clarence. 
but why uh, why aren't we talking about that too? How sick these people are. He's unfit. Oh, even this guy says he's a good guy. Who cares? Does that excuse him not disclosing? Getting uh, getting all these this money from a fucking billionaire? A, a billionaire paying his grandnephew, who he raised like a son. At first, you saw that they were trying to distance Uncle Clarence from this person. Oh, no, he's just a grandnephew, oh, even though he raised the guy. And uh, Harlan Crow says, well, he's often generous and pays for the education of at-risk youth. So the, the, the effective son of a sitting Supreme Court justice is at risk? Well, I would think he is. In my opinion, he definitely is living with Ginny Thomas and Uncle Clarence. Yes, of course he's at risk, but I don't think that's what he means. He thinks we're all a fucking bunch of stupids. Like the dumbasses who vote Republican. He's at risk. He's vulnerable and at risk. That's why he's got to pay for his tuition. Not only he pays for his tuition, this kid's tuition. <clears throat> Excuse me. He pays for his, uh, his mother's house. He fixed up his mother's house and he, his mother lives in this house rent free. So... This billionaire who, uh, they weren't lifelong friends. It's not like they were childhood friends. They grew up together and this guy just who also happened to like Nazis um, made it good, being a, made a lot of money thanks in large part <laughs> to probably, I don't know how he made his money, but, you know, the tax code in this country doesn't hurt. So... Once you get to a certain amount, especially, you know, it is the, the, the way this system is set up, it's set up to make the rich richer. That's why the rich pay a lower tax rate than people who work for a living. And then they have their propaganda outlets out there telling the, the people who trade their time for a paycheck that they're capitalists. Please. All right, here we go. But he's talking about the man that he served with for many, many years on the highest court so in the land. That so excuses before we go down this it. line and try to pitch shots at him about what was going on on trip A or trip B, let the ethics investigation run its course if that's what's going to occur. But we shouldn't be trying to impugn his character based upon a report. He from a couple of media sources. We have seen <laughs> time and time again through media sources that these things typically don't pan and out. To be Many media sources. Um, it, it wouldn't have to be media sources if Uncle Clarence simply disclosed his, uh, his curious ties to billionaires. Why, why wouldn't you disclose it? Clear. Uh, the details of the report have been largely confirmed. Uh, 
Harlan Crow confirmed that he made these payments. And one of the interesting <laughs> things is that Justin Th Justice Thomas did disclose one of these payments at one point, well, but not you know all why? of them. So, I mean, under you those know circumstances, why he did that? Do you think that they he did it so he figured it would put everyone off the scent? That's what he did. He's trying to be a crafty little little addict. So, yeah, just going to put the, write this down and, you know, <laughs> see, look, he, I'm honest and, and hope that nobody goes digging any further. That's what that was about. Of course it is. But the Republicans think we're all a bunch of stupids. They do. But, you know, we've seen these, these tricks. We watch American Greed. I can't wait till Thomas's episode. You know it's coming. There is a need here for the court to really be clear about what their ethics rules are around yeah. things like this so that is it that does too much not to cast ask? a shadow over their ability to be fair. Look, let me be very clear on this one. The Supreme Court is a separate branch of government. Yeah. Whatever they do over at the court with respect to ethics, the court has to do that for themselves. And we have instances where there are justices who have not disclosed. First of all, Congress has oversight. It's not just a separate branch, but Congress can set the rules for the Supreme Court. That's why Congress can expand the court. That's why when the court was getting funky with FDR's New Deal, FDR fought back. And said, "Okay, well, we'll make we'll change the rules of the court. We'll make sh we'll expand the court, and then we'll have uh, s s justices retiring at age seventy, and then they'll get a lesser vote. They'll get one vote as opposed to two votes. Good. I mean, things like that have to be considered now and done. Why? Why not? We, and this is what makes me sick about the Democrats. Like." Let's fight these fuckers because they're not kidding around. We still want to play nice with these. Well, some of them do. Some Democrats do. But that's what has to happen. Enough is enough with this out-of-control court who lied. They're all a bunch of liars. That's all one thing we know from our own eyes is that the entire conservative court are a bunch of liars. They all lied under oath that Roe versus Wade was not just precedent, but precedent upon precedent. They said it was settled law. They were under oath when they said this to the people, to the country. Then we get the Alito. I mean, another one who's unfit the stories about Alito, we've read them on the air here. Uh, when Ruth Bader Ginsburg would talk, he would sit there rolling his eyes because they have no integrity. They are overgrown babies who are unfit. You know, you don't give babies power because they're not fit. They're not mature enough to handle it. And... Justice, so-called Justice Alito, I mean, how disgraceful sitting there 
as Ruth Bader Ginsburg is reading her statement into the into the Supreme Court record, and he's sitting there rolling his eyes and making guffaws and commenting because they can't help it. That's what babies do. That's what children do. They have no control. And that's why they they hate democracy. They don't have patience for it. And besides, they don't have the maturity on top of it. Well, because maturity comes with, um, you know, I mean, well, excuse me, patience comes with maturity. So you you work within the system, but they just can't do it. They want to inflict their their sickness on the country as fast as possible because, you know, uh, that's just easier for them. They, they're unfit. They can't function in a democracy. And they're trying to make this country uh, drag it down to their level of corruption. And right back to the days that the founders fought a revolution to overthrow with a rich run and own everything. And, they, and they, it's all a smash and grab. And nobody can say a thing about it. Not the peons, not the plebeians. We can't question our betters. That's what they want. Well, what are you talking about ethics? Who, who, you, who do you have to report to? In that system, you report to your, your king. That's it. You Somebody up above you. You don't worry about the, the dumbasses who work in the fields, the idiots who work for a living. No, no, no. You're you're there. You're in your position of power because you were born into it or your your pals gave you a cushy position. And you're there taking as much as you can, as fast as you can. And who do you who are you answering to? You don't get an answer to the stupid underlings. It's like Imelda Marco said, right, back in the day. Taxes are for the little people. It's kind of like that. Ethics are for the little people. But here's, let me see. He's, this is where it goes. Instances where there are justices who have not disclosed things that should have been disclosed in the past. That has also occurred. I, to be perfectly blunt with you, I think oh the reason why God. this is coming up is simply because it's Clarence Thomas. Do you have an example of that? And he has continuously that? been either A, the target or the lightning rod on the court for many, many years. Do you have an example of other justices who are not disclosing things like this? He wouldn't be a target or a lightning rod if he wasn't a crook. And this is where I guess the Republicans are trying to distract us with all their bullshit and whataboutism. There would be nothing. Why don't you behave? Why don't you act like a judge? You know, the appearance of impropriety. Why don't you uh, do something about the fact that the court is ha has the lowest approval rating in a in, uh, hundred years? So instead of crying about it, because that's what they do, of course. Uh, you know, Alito, they all go to their conservative, whatever, uh, lunch circle jerks to complain that everybody hates them unfairly. Such a bunch of whiny bitches. All of them. God. Oh, actually, I do. A report just came out that uh, Justice Jackson, Katanji Brown Jackson, she didn't disclose 
consulting income that her husband had, and she failed to disclose that. So again, if the court is going to... See, this is the... I wanted to play that to the end, because this is what they're talking about now. They're saying, well, Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson didn't disclose... Well, uh, here from the Washington Examiner, which is the Republican, another Republican fascist rag, says... The that Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown Jackson's transparency gaps were brought up during a hearing and uh, on court ethics, and this is what we have to endure. You know where the Republicans are complaining, everybody's picking on Uncle Clarence, and it's a high tech lynching again. And what well, you know, poor poor baby can't just have. Why can't he just have a pal and who drives him around on his private jet and gives him money and pays for his mother's house and pays for his 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 son's tuition and whatnot but um so there this is what they're complaining about justice jackson made multiple amendments to her financial disclosures three days after president biden nominated her um where anybody see what's the fucking problem she made amendments and disclosed them it's not a i mean so they're trying to they're trying to conflate uncle clarence's dirty backroom whatever the hell bribes where which weren't disclosed at all and were only exposed by the by the press by something called journalism which is what a democracy needs to survive. And they're trying to conflate Justice Jackson making amendments to her disclosures as if it's the same thing. And of course it's not. What about is Justice Jackson made multiple amendments three days after President Biden nominated her. So what? So what? She made the, um, the, the the amendment. She disclosed the, the whatever. You know, she's going through her finances. She disclosed. Oh, I forgot this thing. I forgot that thing. You know how many times? I mean, it's, there's nothing to see here. But you know, what I mean? you know how many times, and this is just an aside, it's uh, that, um, what's his name? Ivanka's husband, Jared. Uh, how many times he amended his his uh, his application for a security clearance? It was dozens and do- I don't even I think that I think it was like thirty fucking forty times something like that. And he wasn't he would not qualify. He still didn't qualify until the the con man just went ooga booga booga. You have security clearance because he couldn't get it. Because he's so corrupt and up to his balls and uh, up to, uh, you know, the, up to his, the sky. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm choking. Um, with corruption and foreign entanglements and bribes and all kinds of dirty deals. So, unreal. They, they couldn't qualify. Trump couldn't qualify for a security clearance. There's no way. But he just had one, you know. Well, he uh, he's a traitor. They're all a bunch of fucking traitors. I can't take it. So, uh, according to this fascist Washington Examiner, it says, 
um, well, what's his name? John Kennedy, who I cannot take. Well, I don't understand. Does he really talk like that? Is, or does it? Yeah, I'll just play it, I guess. I'll, let me see if I can play it off the screen. I didn't grab it. <laughs> Suffering. Suffering. Sucker tash. Really? Right. It's all about our feelings. Yeah, we feel that it's corrupt to suck off a billionaire and not report it. We feel it's kind of corrupt because it is. And thank you, Pookie's mommy, for your super chat. I see it there. Does he really talk like that? My damn... I know it's disgusting. It must be very disgusting. I'm sorry. Doing that in your ear. Not one of my colleagues. Like, it's like, it always feels like, say it, don't spray it, buddy. And he's supposed to be, he's another one of these Harvard-educated, you know, yokels. I just like standing out here, chewing on a, on a piece of whatever. Chewing on a barley stick. In September, not one of my co and he's he's always coming up with some kind of stupid saying like, oh, he said, well that's sort of like when if a dog won't hunt. I don't know. I'm not doing is I'm not doing a good imitation. Justice Jackson made multiple amendments three days after President Biden nominated her. Not one senator brought that up during her confirmation hearings. Oh, the humanity. Because it's, what's wrong with it? She disclosed, is there some kind of problem with making amendments to your disclosure forms? It's, I guess it's supposed to be the outrages. She did it three days after. Well, she did it. You know, um, you're trying to tell me that Uncle Clarence didn't realize that his, his dealings, his secret dealings with Harlan Crow were, who has business before the court. And of course, Uncle Clarence wouldn't, what, what, you think he was going to vote against his his buddy? Of course he didn't. Well, of course he wouldn't. He never would. Because he's, you know, he wants to make liberals' lives miserable. What does that mean? Well, I guess, you know, uh, putting some Nazi fans, doing whatever the fan, uh, a Nazi fan wants and make, to make him richer, make the rich richer. That's what Justice Uncle Clarence does. He's got a nice life, this junk. I mean, if you didn't have to pay rent, 
on if you're on your mother's home yeah he has no worries he doesn't have to take care you know my father and mother got old had to take care of them you don't have to worry about that uncle clarence thomas doesn't have a care in the world he's got a a billionaire paying his bills paying his mother's bills what kind of what kind of bitch is that? I mean, that is he is Har- Uncle Clarence Thomas is Harlan Crow's bitch. There's, I mean, how else do you put it? He's uh, he's the sugar daddy of Uncle Clarence. If you don't have to pay tuition, you have no student loans, right? You pull yourself up by your bootstraps, and forget a big. Get a billionaire pal. If you can't marry a billionaire, get a get a cushy job on the court, sidle up to other corrupt cons, use your powers for evil while proclaiming to love Jesus, and that you won't have a care in the world. You won't have to worry about health care, retirement security anything not even the the retirement security of your family of your mother your your son no, he doesn't have to worry no no student loans oh yes well i wonder how harlan i mean uh well i was gonna say harlan crow's bitch uncle clarence thomas when the joe biden student loan forgiveness goes in front of the court how do you think uncle clarence will will vote well, he wants to make liberals' lives miserable, and that means doing anything to prevent Joe Biden from having a win, regardless of the fact that it helps the American people, that it gives them a, a little bit of breathing room. You know, that's all that Uncle Clarence has in this life. He's got so much breathing room. He, and... I guess uh, he just feels like he's, that's the way it's supposed to be. You know, he pulled himself up by his bootstraps and uh, made the right connections. I always remember, oh my God, watching that, he, that confirmation hearing. His, I just couldn't believe it at the time. And you know what? We can thank Joe Biden, frankly. Because he was the head of the Judiciary Committee at the time. I hate the the fact that we have this institutional amnesia in America. But he's the one. He didn't, Joe Biden didn't allow, there were other women that wanted to testify about the pattern of sexual abuse that, that, you know, what it was like working for uncle clarence and the thing is it's the video clip was muted oh fuck my life you mean from what video clip the one i played of of byron donald's fucking shit or the one i played off the screen Congressman Donalds, thank you and no. welcome to the program. Donalds so is probably going through, right? What the fuck is going on with my settings? Shit. Shit, I'm so fucking annoyed. 
fuck. The Kennedy, it was Kennedy, right? That was, Byron was fine. Okay, so the movies I play are fine, but the movies that I play off the screen. (sighs) Boy, 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 boy. Why? 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 I don't understand. Fuck. All right. I won't I won't play any more of the screen. And I will uh, figure it out later. I don't understand. You know what I mean? It's like I don't touch anything and he and everything's set and then it doesn't work. What the fuck? Excuse my language. It was just a little clip, yes. Thank God. All right, well, here comes the music. We'll be right back. Hopefully, we'll have audio. Now with audio, Terror Buster. Now with actual sound, sometimes. (laughs) It's the Terror Buster show. We even have sound sometimes. Isn't that great? Other shows have sound all the time. I don't know how they do it, really. All right. Well, good thing I have this clip. I I just don't know. What the hell? Why wouldn't that... All right. I have to figure it out later. God. God, God, God. What am I going to do? Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. I gotta... Wait. I'm trying to find this video. Clarence. I hope I have it because I won't be able to play it. Clarence, Uncle Clarence. Mm-mm. Well, that sucks. Because I had some other videos off the screen. Mm. Damn it. Oh, well, I don't have it. I was I thought I had it this the clip of Uncle Clarence back in the day talking about high cl- high tech lynching. This is just a high tech lynching and this is why uh, liberals hate black people and they're coming after me. I'm just paraphrasing, but they're coming after me because I'm a black man who thinks for himself. And you know what that means? You see this is the Repu- the Republican canard about uh, black people or people with darker pigment is that the Democrats that, okay, so African-Americans vote for Democrats uh, at a 90%. The 90% of the African-American community votes Democratic. And the black, whatever, uh, Republicans... Uh, the the Stockholm syndrome suffering uh, people with darker pigments who are Republican, or they they have to be they have to have some weird sickness in some form. It's like you know George Santos. You know he's another one. He's supposedly gay, but he's uh, you know a right winger. But because he's very sick and some, I mean his sickness is bottomless and well very much on display. 
But they're all, they are all George Santos to a degree. They're all grifters and putting on a show. And, um, but so the Republicans say that, um, these, the, the few, you know, black people in the Republican party, these are the ones who are, they think for themselves and the other, the 90% of African-Americans who vote democratic, they're the ones who have been lulled to into uh the 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 clutches of the democratic party by by things the democratic party have given the, the african american community things right like the social safety net and they're lounging out in the social safety net and that's why they vote democratic and and then they're they're all in lockstep. But this this whole the the whole um, framing of that you know just him saying just Uncle Clarence saying that oh I think for myself and this is what, what do you mean you think for yourself you're maybe you think about yourself only you're you're a goddamn sociopath. You're selfish and you don't see the bigger picture except when you're looking in a mirror or looking at a painting that Harlan Crow commissioned of you and him sitting around smoking cigars. But that that whole framing, the whole uh, story that they tell, that black people have been lulled with stuff like the greatest, you know, we have this great social safety net here, but is but that's part of the whole of the racist canard back in the, what kept um you know slavery going or how they would justify slavery that it was about uh that that people with darker pigment were inherently lazy and all you had to do was entice them uh, well, with being enslaved, it meant that they had no other choice, and they were teaching them the dignity of work, and uh, and this it's kind of the same, you know, message that they're giving because it says that black people in general are um, that's all they want to do is get stuff, you know, as if, you know, what I mean, um, as if. If they had a choice, they would just hang out and and uh, you know smoke pot or something. If but thankfully, the the right wingers are you know kicking them in the ass and making them overcome their inherent uh, you know def- deficiencies. And to some degree, people like Uncle Clarence, I guess, not even to some degree, to a to a large degree, they. That this is the the framing. This is what they say. It's like when um, this is what they must believe. Like when um, what's the other guy? They always put him on TV. Oh yeah, Uncle Tim Scott. When he said that he's the he's another human shield for Republican bigotry because he he literally went out there in the State of the Union rebuttal and said. Uh, I, I, let's be clear. America is not a racist nation. And 
that in itself is yeah, it was very simplistic and s- stupid but it also says that we have no no work to do don't never mind black lives matter or the fact that uh, african american families have uh, 1% of the, in the of the intergenerational wealth <laughs> as white families uh, never mind all of that then because you can't fix perfect so if you say anything about the uh, African American, uh, you know, the gap in wealth between white families and black families, then you're, I don't know, what? What does that say? You're, because what Uncle Tim is basically saying is that that's the way it should be. If black families have institutional well not institutional intergenerational wealth of five thousand dollars that's that's the stat so but white families as a whole on average have a hundred thousand dollars of intergenerational wealth i mean that's a large gap and if there is no racism in the country what uncle tim is saying is that that's the way it is because black people just don't work hard enough they don't know the dignity of work and uh i guess they're getting a lot of they're they're being held down by democrats who are what trying to make people have uh you know not come out of college with as indentured servants to banks or you know, trying to address systemic racism is, you know what I mean? It's kind of, and it's so, it's such a twisted view. Well, well, look at what we're dealing with. Of course it is. Hold on a second. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, free market worshippers complain people want to buy nice shit. Yes. That's right. Well, that's another thing. They, what um, right wingers say, uh, we play clips from Fox News. They say how there's not really poor people anymore because poor people have things like air conditioners and, you know, whatever, dishwashers. So uh, how could you really call yourself poor when you're you look at all these luxuries poor people have tvs and phones and so how uh, how how could you say you're poor you're not poor you're just a whiner so shut up and don't pester your betters and everything's perfect but you know poor people uh you know people didn't have bathrooms they didn't have running water at one time so what's your point assholes the point is, don't ever look at the top. Don't ever point your fingers at the uh, at the fact that the rich are getting richer and the working class are becoming the more malleable working poor. Don't ever point that out. And, you know, uh, they'll just keep making the gap between rich and poor wider and wider. So, and that's the system here. Like, so here, I don't even know where to go. I have so many other things to talk about here. It's all connected, though. Like, 
well, Kellyanne Conway, she apparently defends her the concealment of Ginny Thomas payment. Why are you paying this bitch? She didn't do anything. What does she do? What work? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, this is the grift. This is the legal bribe. Well, she's not a politician, but it's, it's bribery. And that's why they didn't report it. And nothing says nothing to hide here than, you know, wink, wink, don't put this, you know, in the form. Don't disclose the fact that Ginny is receiving this money. Nothing says, hey, I'm not guilty. I'm not doing anything wrong than deliberately deceiving and manipulating your paperwork. So, so no, but, oh, but they, they, the guy, they were saying how it's, um, it's because they were so concerned. You know, you know how people gossip in this country. People are gossiping about the fact that the Republicans are taking legal bribes and turning the country into a fascist theocracy because they hate America. Okay. Former President Trump aide Kelly Ann Conway and Mother of the Year Friday defended payments she reportedly made to Virginia Ginny Thomas the wife of Uncle Clarence Thomas at the behest of a conservative judicial activist. The Washington Post reported on Thursday that legal activist Leonard Leo instructed Conway then a GOP pollster to give Ginny another 25,000. Just give her, th- you know, that's not how it's, uh, it's done when you do job for somebody. Give her? Give her? Wouldn't you say, like, why? Did she submit an invoice for work? What did she do? Give her another 25,000 emphasizing that there should be no mention of Ginny, of course. Well, how many other times did you not mention her? She's just being picked on. Yeah. Conway said Friday that Thomas was one of her contractors, emphasizing Thomas's long history of involvement in the conservative movement. Sort of like a bowel movement that never that we can never evacuate (sighs) Thomas had worked with the Heritage Foundation she was part of the grassroots it is part is part she corrected herself is part of the grassroots this is Kellyanne Conway she had worked in the Reagan administration this is a serious person who had years in public policy she's serious that she's so serious, she's texting Mark Meadows, the chief of staff, to the con man that Joe Biden is going to be dragged out uh, into a barge outside of Gitmo and put on trial <laughs> for winning the election. All these people. That's a serious person, according to Republicans. But they're all a bunch of clowns, so what else is new? Serious of course they think they think Trump's a serious person when well, he's a fucking clown. What a bunch of oh, where do we live? Isn't it unreal? Sometimes when you think about it and when you don't think about it, what we have to put up with in this country? Really? And then here's Ginny Thomas 
Remember how Ginny Thomas drunk dialed Anita Hill? Here's her phone call. Good morning. Anita Hill, it's Ginny Thomas. It's kind of low. I just hmm. wanted to reach across the airwaves and the years. And the years? Wait a minute. It's so low. Why is it so low? Oh, hi. Good morning. This must be from, from a, uh, what do you call it? Like a documentary. I didn't see the documentary. I w Poor Anita Hill. This is what happens in America. If you're a woman, and this is why E. Jean Carroll didn't speak up about Trump raping her. Yeah, let me export this in a better way. So you can actually hear it. That's what we help. We we like sometimes having audio on the show. Just sometimes. Because it kind of keeps the show different. A lot of people have audio all the time. That's kind of boring. Right? You can have... Any, anybody can have audio. Not many shows can make it with no audio. All right. Now, it's sort of like performance art. Good morning. Anita Hill, it's Jenny Thomas. And I just wanted to reach across the airwaves and the years and ask you to consider something. <laughs> I would love you to consider an apology sometime and some full explanation of why you did what you did with my husband. So give it some thought. I certainly pray about this and hope that one yes, day I'm you'll sure you help do. us understand why you did what you did. Okay. Have a good day. Apparently, that phone call came into Anita Hill's office at uh, Brandeis University at about 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh, who does that? Except sick people who've been up all night drinking, maybe? It was That was from 2010. Justice Thomas asks... Oh, no. Justice Thomas's wife asks Anita Hill to apologize. This is from NPR. In a truth is stranger than fiction twist, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, Uncle Clarence to, to everyone, left a voicemail message for Anita Hill asking her to apologize for her 1991 testimony accusing then-Supreme Court nominee of sexual harassment. Virginia Thomas has confirmed through a spokesman that on October 9th, she left a voicemail message at Hills Brandeis University office. Yes, yes. Good morning, Anita Hill. It's Ginny Thomas. I wanted to reach across the airwaves and the years to find out why. Well, I want you to consider something. Because I love Jesus and, and I love cults and, and coups. The coup is yet to come, but 
I want you to apologize. What, when will Republicans apologize, I wonder? Will they ever apologize for the sickness they've, they've put, they poured into the body politic? Of course not. So Anita Hill told the New York Times at the time that she had nothing to apologize for before she, because she told the truth. In 1991, when she testified that Clarence Thomas had sexually harassed her when she worked for him at two federal agencies, Hill said through a spokesman that she was unsure when when the message was received, whether it was left by a crank, and she eventually turned it over to the police, the campus police, excuse me, who referred the matter to the FBI. Because you don't know, you know, it could be some kook, but it was a kook. It was Ginny Thomas. Ginny Thomas said in a statement that she had not meant to offend Hill and intended the call as an olive branch. But you're, you're, you call 20 years later and say apologize instead of, you know, it goes to show you how delusional Republicans are. They're sick. And they will never see the truth. Mm. This is an article from 2010 from NPR, still talking about the Anita Hill. It says, Virginia Thomas has long been active in Republican and conservative politics, but over the past year, she's assumed a more prominent role, founding a group called Liberty Central. Because everything's liberty and stars and freedom. And when they're taking your liberty and making stars into, into black holes and uh, taking your freedom. Which, adverti- which, wait, wait, which advertises itself as linked to the Tea Party. Oh, man, I just thought. I just, my, my necklace just came off. I got to fix that. Um. Something just fell. Was that my necklace? Something came off and hit my leg. Okay, it's not my necklace. This is my my father gave me. Oh yes, something came off. I got a oh, a part of my neck. I have something my father gave me and my mother gave me and then my sister gave me that. So. It's got to be on the floor. Everything's going to hell tonight. Uh, I'll have to get that after. I don't know how that fell off. That's kind of weird. All right, yes. So Liberty, which advertised itself as linked to the Tea Party. Remember them? That was when they were just a baby coup, a a twinkle of a coup in the eyes of the right-wingers. Raising funds from anonymous donors to oppose what she called leftist tyranny of the Obama administration. This is what a bitch this bitch is. What a sick, twisted bitch that we have had to endure forever and ever. Amen. You know, I'm so sick of it. Are you sick of, aren't you sick of dealing with these people, these very sick people? You never see the, the wife of or or husband of any of the liberals on the court drunk dialing somebody. 
you know? I mean, these people would get away with anything because the ethics for thee, not for me. That's the Republican way. And everybody is all, you know, everybody's picking on them. I, I watched, for example, uh, I watched Trump's entire deposition that was released. Uh, well, the part. I don't think it was the whole deposition, but it was like 45 minutes of it was released. And as I was watching him, I thought, what a disgusting human being. I did grab it. Let's see. And I wondered yet again, why, 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 why do people like him? Some people, what's wrong with you? If you like him, what really, what's wrong with you? Why don't you ever, do you ever ask yourself that? What's wrong with me? Why do I like this, this filthy con man with the fake university? the fake multi-level marketing vitamin scam, the history of sexual assault, the narcissism, the lies, the, the, the boasting, the, 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 the black hole, this gaping black hole of need and greed, the, the complete ugh, attention sucker energy drain that is Trump and what do you what do you get from that and we know you know what he gets what you know what they get they get to be racist without apology they get to be as ugly as they are and wrap it in the veneer of of liberty and Jesus you know how sick these people are? I just, well, here's an example. I'm not sure if you saw this. If you missed it. Did you see, I don't know. This goes to show you how sick, sick, sick. Did you see this? Yeah, I gotta put this over here. Lauren Boebert poses with a t-shirt calling AR-15's cordless hole punchers on the same day as a, as a Texas mass shooting. Of course, you know, another day, another mass shooting here in this blood-soaked shithole. But who does, you know, who the fuck does this? Oh, uh, you got, you drinking some tears there? You drinking the tears of your fellow American? So the, the t-shirt says, since we're redefining everything, because I guess that's, that, that's some kind of hit on trans people. We're redefining, I guess, because they're, they're very, they're very victimized Republicans. Who's, if, if you, who's redefining anything? Why don't you just shut up and go pray in your closet? Like the f Jesus you pretend to worship told you to. Since we're redefining everything, and there's an illustration of an AR-15, this is a cordless hole puncher. Ha 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 Guys, isn't that funny? A cordless hole puncher, and she's posing with this old cracker who is 
a racist. I'll bet my I'll bet my entire life savings on that one. They were all a bunch of racists. So, and uh, I get what are the children that had to be identified through DNA? What are they? I guess they're the they're the hole punchies. They were filled with holes so much so that they needed to be identified through DNA. Couldn't recognize it. They were nothing but mush. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, wonderful. All these holes in people. That is such a fucking knee slapper. Oh, and she loves Jesus, though. Lauren Bobert. She really does. Well, and I guess we can take as their mission statement the entire right wing, just like Uncle Clarence said, he wants to serve for 43 years and serve. I put that in scare quotes. He wants to serve because he's not serving, he's serving himself. He wants to serve on the court for 43 years so he can make the lives of of liberals miserable because that's what you do. Could you imagine if a liberal said that, if if Katanji Brown-Jackson said that? I want to make conservatives' lives miserable. No, I would highly doubt that, that she would even say that or feel that or think that, because who does? I don't think that. I hate these fucking morons. I hate them, legally and peacefully. Well, I'm not trying to... I don't, I don't wake up saying, how can I make conservatives lives miserable i i want them to get the help they need i want them to have health care living wages retirement security decent lives you know i want them when they go to work they work in decent conditions that are protected their homes are built to a a, a standard that they don't fall down around their heads that their water is clean that f- their food is inspected yeah, they have the infrastructure of civilization. That's what I want. That's what I'm thinking. I'm not thinking, how am I going to hurt these people? And so this is a, a very sick bitch, Lauren Boebert, who pretends to love Jesus and in, the, in a country and holding up a shirt where uh, an AR-15 in this country, the primary, the number one cause of death for children is gun violence. And she's laughing at that like a ghoul, like a sick, grinning, greasy, disgusting ghoul. These people are sick. They're sociopaths. They're psychopaths. You love Jesus? What would Jesus do, I wonder, if the number one cause of death for children was guns? Suffer the little children to come unto me, right? Because theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I guess Republicans read that as make the children suffer and get to heaven sooner. God, I hate them legally and peacefully. Oh my God, it's the end of the Progressive Voices part of the show. If you can, please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. The rest of the show is at that channel or whatever. We will win. 
YouTube.com slash Sifa channel slash Tara Buster. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy. That's the truth. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you very soon. of the show since we're redefining everything look at that how how sick do you have to be you know the it's repugnant because i think about the families in this country the mothers the fathers the sisters the brothers the friends the aunts the uncles who are grieving the the needless death you know, who lost somebody senselessly, disgustingly, filthily because of Republican policies that allow assholes to walk around with assault weapons in this fucked up country. Because, you know, the world is your mirror and Republicans are turning this country into a reflection of them because they have too much power illegitimately. They are an illegitimate minority death cult. They need to be in the minority. They can't handle power because look at them. They can't handle living in a free country. They think this is free. You're free. Every time some another mass shooting happens in this country, I, I tweet or say something and say, well, I guess another well-regulated militia of one. Remember the old army? The old army advertisement, an army of one back in the, back in the, I mean, when I was a kid. Because it was all about selfishness. You know, you can look at the, the history of advertising and the reflection reflects the zeitgeist of the day you know, be all you can be that was one then you had during the trickle down reagan times was you you can be an army of one because we had this selfishness you know that's the only american value greed selfishness that's the forget e pluribus unum you don't have to you i mean it's it's the uh, being an army of one is the exact opposite of what is required in the army where you have to be a unit there has to be you know you gotta work together you gotta live together you gotta have each other's backs kind of thing so you know if an army of one would be uh, well if a selfish army of one was out there what would they they would run for their lives you know worry about themselves that would be a coward you would be leaving your your everybody on the battlefield to save your own skin well that's what republicans do every day they leave everybody on the battlefield they leave everybody behind up you know it's, it's just just up 
up their own asses. It's for the, everything for themselves. Take, take, take. That's it. That's it. You know, they want all the benefits of civilization, just none of the responsibilities that they have that we have to each other. And it's even worse than that. That they, I mean, who, who holds a shirt like this and grins knowing that mothers and fathers and family members and friends are grieving the loss of their fucking children, of their family members. The indifference is disgusting. They are disgusting. I hate them. I, do, I really do. Legally and peacefully. I, I, I just don't know. How much longer are we going to take it? This is not normal, people. It's not normal to be a sociopath. That's an aberration. It's not normal to be a selfish bitch. It's this, this is not normal to be, the, to be cruel like that, to not care about your fellow Americans who are grieving their children dead by assault weapons. It's not normal to walk around with pins, with, that, uh, with AR-15 assault weapon pins. How many armies of one are, or well-regulated militias of one out there. Yeah, so every time there's a mass shooting, well, there's there goes another well-regulated militia of one. What part of a well-regulated militia is a active shooter, I wonder? Oh, I look at the look at them. Look. Oh my god. The deadness. The horror. That's republicanism right here in a nutshell. Laughing, dancing on the graves of children. Nothing, doing nothing, but worse. Worse than nothing, making America worse. That's what they are. That's the only thing they stand for. Blood, death, division, hate, anger. Angertainment, targeting minority groups, ignorance. I mean, really, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Stupidity, deflection, distraction, conspiracy theories. But that's all the mark of a dying country. You realize that. That's one of the things that you could that you that will kill a country. It's this whole, uh, you know, government is the problem. Government, conspiracies, everyone's out to get you. By what? Asking you to maybe think about, you know, somebody other than yourself for a second? And maybe not call somebody the N-word? That might help. They were all a bunch of filthy racists. You'd realize that. That's, there is, I mean, from Uncle Clarence Thomas to the rest of them. Yes, they are. Ugh, 
I hate them. Everything's a, everything's like a, you know, a catchphrase. Oh, they come up with the, yeah, with the high tech lynching, and I remember. Oh, this is a low. What is? Oh, the, the, the uh, because what's his name? Bush, Pappy Bush used to say, the soft bigotry of low expectations. That's what they would use at that time to to discard well to um to denigrate doing anything for anybody in this country because the whole notion is that if we address our racist whatever you know we try to make a country that works for more than just rich white men then you're practicing the soft bigotry of low expectations and then if you see if uh, there's no because no no everything is equal here in america you see and the only reason that that white people have more wealth than than generations of black people is because they're better that's really what they think they don't see the you know the systems that uh, the the systems of, of of oppression that are in place, and then they get all triggered when you bring it up. Then they come up with a catchphrase because that's all they have: the soft bigotry of low expectations, high tech lynching. We got like they, you know, because who, who? I mean, they're the ones who do the lynching. Conservatives. You know, when when those pesky people with darker pigment thought that the the that democracy also included them, then then they got something for them. They they had uh, generations of domestic terrorism to keep them in their place. You want to go vote? Okay, you're taking your life in your hands. Oh, yeah, but that's the soft bigotry of low expectations. Oh, I hate these people. And, and, you know, just to remember Uncle Clarence, he's one of the so-called justices who voted to dismantle the Voting Rights Act. You know, because of the soft bigotry of low expectations, I think, or something. That's what... But um, old uh, balls and strikes... John Roberts said that, uh, what did he say? Oh, yeah, racism is over in America. He, he, he actually said that because um, we had elected Barack Obama, so that must mean racism is over. Oh, no, no. It's, uh, it's not over, <laughs> clearly. Just listen to Uncle Tim Scott. He said it. It's over. because Republicans don't want a more perfect union. They don't want a country that works for, for all. They want more death, more dead children, more division, more despair, more death by despair, and more suicide, more homelessness. And as long as you have some people to hate, 
that'll keep you nice and busy while Uncle Clarence flies around on his private jet with, well, on Harlan Crow's private jet and the rest of it, you know, et cetera, et cetera, because he's not the only one. They're all, they all got their hands out. Never a hand up, though. You know, these fucking people. Do you think they spend one second of their beautiful mind just thinking about others in this country who might not have ever, you know, might, might need some help, might not be born on third base thinking they hit a triple. Because Republicans are the center of the universe. It, if it doesn't affect them, you know, if, if something happened to them or they were able to do whatever, but they don't even understand, you know, that they're not, that everybody has different experiences. There are different American experiences, but, oh, well, I was able to pull myself up by my bootstraps and, and find a billionaire to pal around with after I became the Supreme Court justice because he knew how to play the game because he was a filthy conservative. You know, everybody knows that. And uh, the money's in conservatism, as Sean Hannity told Mike Malloy. Oh, God. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, they're all, they're all working it. It's just like the old days of, you know, the lords and the barons and the dukes and the system the founders overthrew. Crazy. Mm. The war on democracy. Oh, brother. But don't worry, you know. We're still in a coup. Wait, wait, hold on. We gotta look at the time here. Oh, we got 22 minutes. Good. I'm just trying to think where to go. Well, here's another. Well, Carrie Lake. We could talk about her. She. <laughs> her lawyers were fined over making false statements, <laughs> false factual statements on election fraud. Well, I guess she's being picked on. You know, she'll tell everybody. See, that's the thing. We still have some semblance of a court, I guess, somewhere in some places. That's why Republicans have to disparage the courts in that are functioning. Oh, that's a, that's a Trump-hating court. Trump haters. Everybody hates him. Well, you know, we don't, we don't like coups. Yeah. If you're a patriot, you don't really like a coup. You, you just, if you're, if you lose, you go away. You don't, you don't start a coup. But from, this is from The Guardian. Lawyers for Carrie Lake, who, oh my God, talk about the banality of evil. That one, the phoniness. They're so phony. The way they, they are, just the way the personalities. Well, she's clearly, she's another sociopath. You know, that's one of the 
I guess one of well I know it's not a guess but they the charm the super, superficial charm of sociopathy coupled with her her complete eagerness to lie to people again and they never stop the lies that's all she does to get power if that's not a sociopath I mean that is a sociopath the failed Republican gubernatorial candidate was sanctioned. Well, lawyers for the failed candidate were, were sanctioned $2,000 on Thursday by the Arizona Supreme Court in their unsuccessful challenge of her defeat. Can you believe this? They're still at it. And some people still believe it. When I was, I just saw another clip of perjury trader green talking to a bunch of you know freaks about hunter biden and porno or whatever i can't get into it now because we're coming to the end of the show but she's and uh, they said something and she said this is the son of the president of the united states and one of the, the i guess whoever was recording it's like fraudulent because they can't, they can't accept it. You can't say but Joe Biden is the president. Oh, well, he is. He's serving as the president. He's he, Did Joe Biden win the election? Well, he is the president. They cannot say it. They don't want to offend the dumbasses who hate America, the racists who can't function in a democracy. So they have to, and, and these, these poor saps, these suckers who keep pouring their socialist security money into Carrie Lake's pockets, into her grifter pockets, and Trump's grifter pockets, and, you know, the bottomless pit of greed that is this grift going on. It's, they just can't hear the, 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 the name President Joe Biden without having a, a reaction. Fraudulent! I mean, huh? come on. How much longer do we have to endure these assholes? How much longer? Until it's, you know, it's just... Could, I mean, can't we get to the part where the, the these these filthy fascists the trump supporters only speak of their support in shamed whispers it's coming i got i mean can we get there we can't get there quick enough it's really true eventually all those who supported the coup who supported this republican party you mark my words we will have this discussion i don't know when and we'll say, remember when I I predicted it? I just like I I mean I we're always a little bit ahead of the game here on the liberal media on the real liberal media, but it will happen. We'll get to the point where Republicans, if you supported Trump, if you're a part of this version of this Republican Party, you you will not admit it. They're like the good Germans after World War II. 
quote-unquote good Germans. Nobody supported Hitler, supposedly, after World War II. Oh, no, I never did. That's, that's them. It will happen. They'll only speak of it in shame whispers. And, and then it'll, uh, the, the ones who speak of it loudly, they'll be like the, you know, the Klan, the Ku Klux Klan. It will be relegated to the, the corners and the, the nooks and crannies of the, of the dark web where it belongs, where it crawled out of. So anyway, in an order, the state's highest court said Lake's attorney made false factual statements that more than 35,000 ballots had been improperly added to the total ballot count, imposing 10 days to submit payment. So in their legal documents, they put that. They made this, this, this fraudulent statement pulled it right out of their ass and put it in a court document and they got fined i'm sorry it's only two thousand dollars hopefully it'll be more but that there are consequences to telling lies in the court that's why republicans you know will say one thing when they lost their over 60 cases when trump was going around the country whining that he that he received fewer votes again and this time wasn't going to be able to become the fake president. And, you know, they, they just can't, you just can't lie. But this is what, I mean, this is why Rudy Giuliani is losing his law license all over the country. Because you, you're not, you just can't lie in court knowingly. You can't put false information into court documents but republicans yeah i guess they thought they'd slip it in sort of like how trump thought he would he was gonna grab somebody by the pussy because they let you do it when you're when you're a star when you're a filthy star (laughs) he's a star everybody ugh God, has there ever been a more useless person on the planet than Trump? Uh, Anybody? Has there ever been some, some, I mean, he's like, what did we do? What did we do to deserve that? Oh, yeah, so, and um, with the with the E. Jean Carroll case, um, clips of Trump's deposition were coming out, and I went on Twitter. I, you know, Twitter is a real cesspool now. I mean, I'm probably going to get out of there soon. I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of, I go there to see the news all kind of aggregated in one spot to see what's going on but now you can't trust it and it's just filled with filth it's filled with right wingers and elon musk is a is disgusting he is a he's not a genius he's a sociopath like the rest of them but he's he pushes all this right wing swill right at, at you 
and you're not like I don't follow these people. I told you. And then it comes up on my phone. They do. That's he's doing that on purpose. I I mute these people. I, I muted Donald Trump effing Jr. and I get alerts on my phone for Donald Trump Jr. So that goes to show you who they are. I mean, that really kind of speaks volumes about them, despite the fact that nobody wants what they're pushing. They're doing it anyway because they can. And they know that they don't, that they're an un, that their ideology is a minority death cult ideology. That nobody wants what they're what they're peddling. But, you know, uh, how much longer are we going to take it? Really? Oh my God! I don't know what I'm going to do if it's it will be. Trump against Biden. You realize this? That scumbag Trump, I mean, is he's, you know, he's going to be the Republican candidate. Who's going to be, who's going to defeat him? Um, as we predicted, DeSantis, that he was going to be there, you know, he was there, Bobby Jindal or Marco Rubio. He was their flavor of the month. He's he's a filthy fascist. Of course, they love that. But he's, you know, he's an underwhelming sociopath like the rest of them. Dead eyes. Apparently, he went across the pond to, I guess, get some kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, build his cred on the international stage. And he flopped because he's, he's a, he sucks. He's not a human. He doesn't know how to relate to humans. But, you know, he eats pudding with his fingers. <laughs> Who does that? Who does, besides children? What do I say? They're children. They are children. Wait, I just want to. Where is this? Let's look at some of Trump's deposition. When you say in here, I don't know this woman and have no idea who she was, who she is, even though you're using the present tense, you're referring back to your knowledge as of when she first made the allegation. I still don't know this woman. I think she's a whack job. I have no idea. I don't know anything about this woman other than what I read in stories and what I hear, uh, I, I, know, I know nothing about her. Okay, well, I guess the distinction I'm trying to make, sir, is that when the allegation came out in 2019, you said you, you I think it's your testimony, you had no idea who she was. So I, I still don't. Well, today you at least know that she's a plaintiff in a case suing you, correct? Oh, yes, that I know. Okay. But I know nothing about her. I think she's sick, mentally sick. <laughs> Look how orange he is. You think she's sick? I think you look like you need some kind of, you, you have a vitamin deficiency. Is that a real pigment? Who's, who looks like that? There's no audio again? Are you saying? When you said haiku, it's too loud. What the fuck? in here 
I don't know this woman and have no idea who she was, who she is. Even though. All right. Everything sucks on this show. Why do I even do this show? Does, does, do people want me to keep doing this show? Because, <laughs> I don't know. Getting depressed again. About it. She fainted with great emotion. She actually indicated that she loved it. Okay? She loved it until commercial break. Wow. What is In fact, I think she it? said it was sexy, didn't she? It was very sexy to be raped. Didn't she say that? So the question I'm asking you is, did she say in that interview that she loved being sexually assaulted by well, you? Well, she said something to that effect. I mean, you'll have to take a look at the interview yourself. Uh, I believe she said rape was sexy. Of course, that's not what she said. She said on Anderson Cooper that some people believe, you know, that this falsely that rape is sexy. People like him. And, of course, he twisted it. Because he's a liar and he doesn't give a shit. And I'm sure, I hope that when the jury comes back, I mean, he's going to be He's going to be found guilty. So, that's what I think. I believe. Um, when he's not in front of his, his Nuremberg rally of dupes, his shtick really looks lame and, and, and really tedious, you know? Shame on us, though. That's the other thing that is so... I mean, I'm saying shame on us because... That 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 guy. I mean, he really is a reflection of how sick we are as a species. That that's the person that some people actually voted for. That goes to show you how sick we are. He is a symptom of the sickness. You know, you don't put somebody like that in a position of power. He's like the rest of them. He's not fit. And, and by the early 1990s... Well, this is the whole thing. By 2019. So. Carol Allegations says she's not my type. Uh, it's from a publication known as The Hill. It's dated June 24th, 2019. And it's attributed to uh, the gentleman Jordi Jordan Fabian and... Or maybe not be gentleman. By, it's attributed to two people, Jordan Fabian and Cigar and Genty. See that? Yes. Um, so this is two days after the last statement we're looking at, which was on June 20th. Photo on a receiving line, yes. Okay. Let's uh, mark the photo. What number are we at? To? What? Well, this is when she, he, he mistakes E. Jean Carroll for Marla Marked Mabel. DJT. See? That's the picture. Oh, that's Marla, he says. And then when they point out that it's E. Jean Carroll, he's like, oh, uh, I couldn't tell. It's blurry. That's a blurry picture. That's blurry? That fucking picture's blurry. Oh, don't believe your own lying eyes. Believe the con man. 23, and I'm going to ask you, is this the photo that you were just referring to? I think so, yes. And do you recall when you first saw this photo? 
at some point during the process. What's I saw orange. That's what is with that orange? All right, whatever. Oh, there's only a few minutes left, so I might as well finish up with this with Tucker Carlson. <laughs> well, that was a week. Ah, that's too loud. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Ten hours. That slimy little motherfucker sitting across from me. Oh, you're the best. And I wasn't talking about you. It was just the Isn't opposite. Isn't he a buffoon? He's a complex. No, I'm not. What do you mean? Because you've never been this affirmed in your life? I <laughs> bet. Thank you, Alex. Have a happy weekend. Oh, my God. See, man. Um, He's talking about... I don't know who keeps leaking these clips of Tucker Carlson, but keep up the good work he's talking about the lawyers for dominion but look at what a dick he is well that was a week i'll say and he's such a loud mouth <laughs> holy shit <laughs> 10 hours that slimy little motherfucker sitting across from me. Oh, you're the best. And I wasn't Somebody hands about him you. a napkin to <laughs> wipe his opposite. makeup off. <laughs> for those on the podcast. No, I'm not. What do you mean? Because you've never been this affirmed in your life? <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Have a happy weekend. He's like, you know, he doesn't know when to shut the fuck up. Really? It's like people are going about their business. He's like, look, still me, me. Look at me. See, man. Um, the amount, uh, it was so unhealthy, the hate. Thank you, Sharisa. The hate that I felt for that. Um, oh, you're filled with hate, I, so. How could you not? I, well, I never feel that way, you know, because I don't put myself, I don't want to feel that way. I think it's wrong. It's bad. It's totally bad for you to feel yeah, that way. Yeah, because you're a sociopath. But so. that guy, he triggered the shit out of me. Oh, triggers? Once you have 10, you're bored. Where are you now? Where do you live? You feel better. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times I had, first of all, fuck you on my lips was like, it was unbelievable. He, suggesting that I was that I was cheating on my taxes, really? Oh, oh uh, perish the thought. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. So where? What's where are you domiciled? Where are you now? Do you own a home there? I was like, no, I do not own a home in Maine, which I don't. And then this poor lady that has to go wipe his face or give him a napkin. Ugh. But that's true. You know, I'm looking at the chat. Paradue says, being him has to be the worst torture. Look at his, look at this dead inside piece of shit. Like, I don't know who you're talking about, Haiku, because you could be talking about everybody we talked about tonight. I mean, uh, Paradue. It's true. Tucker the dead eyes. That's one other thing. When I was watching the Trump deposition that struck and, me. And by the early 1990s. As we've discussed before, look at him. Look at the deadness in his eyes. He's got dead eyes. He's a dead uh, inside horror show. Anybody who, I mean... That orange is not normal. Look at the dead eyes. It's very 
Well, it's very telling. He's got the Ted Bundy eyes. You know? That's what people say about Ted Bundy. He was... He had dead eyes. And then, it is really true. If you look at the picture of Ted Bundy after he was executed, he, he doesn't look dead. Because <laughs> he always had dead eyes. His eyes are open. And he's got the same eyes. All right, guys, listen. We will win... And sometimes we'll have audio, sometimes, because we're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. If you can, please become a patron at patreon.com, something like that. Share the show with your friends. Maybe I won't be so whatever. We stick together. We win. Thank you so much for hanging out. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. All right, guys, guys. Thank you, Pookie's Mommy, for your super chat. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Well, it's always great hanging out with you guys on Friday nights at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What is, should I let the cat out of the... Out of the bag? Yeah. All right. In the meantime, I will leave you. Well, I'll be right back. And by the early 1990s. I'll put this on. <laughs> was that a true statement when you made I'll it right on June 21, 2019? It was a true statement when I made it. Uh, I think subsequently or at some point they showed a picture on a receiving. I was on a celebrity line for a charity. And I think I was either shaking her hand or her husband's hand on a receiving line. I say shake a lot of hands with people, but I had no idea who she was. So at the, if I can understand your testimony, sir, you're saying that at the time you made the statement that's in <laughs> DJT20, Hold on. Um, you were not aware of ever having met Ms. Carroll, you have since seen a photograph that shows you with Ms. Carroll on a receiving line. Along with a lot of other people. This was a very public, uh, I think it was a charity or a celebrity event or something. Yeah, charity, my ass. He, I told you about him in the charity. Hello, Tara Jr. Jr. Say hello to everybody. <laughs> He's a good boy. I'm sorry, I locked you in the bedroom. I know, you don't like it. You don't like it. But you have to... You gotta be a good boy. Alright, my friends. Well, for those who don't know... Oh, thank you. Hanging out is groovy, Robin. Thank you for your super chat. Yeah, my the, the, the lady that used to cut my hair before the pandemic. I, I don't know where she is now. Look at my hair. <laughs> I really should find her. She uh, told me she her friend worked for a big charity in, in New York, and every year they had a big gala, and it was for um, all their big donors, like their millionaire donors. So they had this big event, and at the and Trump would always be there. He would we weasel his way in, and he would, and so at the end of the event, they would take a giant photo of all the donors and Trump would always 
put his his orange carcass in the photo. <laughs> I know it's upsetting, Junior, and uh, just and nobody could say anything. So the photographer, you know, you're just trying. You're just there. You're not at a big wig, and this is part of the problem. You know, you can't stop him. You can't be like, excuse me, you did you did you donate? Can I see receipts? But he never did. He never donated. He only got his ass in the photo. So that's him in a nutshell. <laughs> well, he like he's edit on the chat. Uh, he he likes being grabbed. That's part of he's he just wants to be pet. He wants my hand. That's why he's attacking me. Right, honey? <laughs> Isn't he funny? He's a good boy. I know he seems very spicy. But he's he is spicy. He's just self-assured. He's got very high self-esteem. Tara Jr. Jr. And I can, we can all learn from him. All right, my friends. Listen, listen, listen. A haircut and style is much needed, J.D. says. I just got it cut. It's just not styled. <laughs> Fuck. Now I got to think about that all night, J.D.? Thank you for dropping that on me. You know? Oh, well. I don't care. What can I say? I know. I should have at least... I tried to style it. It's... I... I don't know. Uh, maybe this is the style. Is this the style? Is this how the kids are wearing it now? All right. Listen, listen, listen. I have no idea what all those things are, Errol. On MeWe, Tribal, Counter Social, Hive, Mastodon. I don't have any. I don't know. Are you all making fun of my hair? You're saying it sucks. I just got it cut. I just got it cut, like, last week. See? Anyway, whatever. I gotta go. You're making me mad now. I'm all... Now, I, now I'm self-conscious. So, let's get the fuck out of here. I gotta go... I don't know. Stop it. See? This is why he goes in the bedroom. He's a salty little bit. Look at his face. Look how cute he is, though. You're so cute. <laughs> I love this cat. All right. Thank you, guys. Oh, uh, whatever. My name is Tara Devlin. Remember, we will be back during the week. If you can, become a patron. Please do. Whatever. And... We will win. <laughs> yes, we will. All right, guys. I will see you very soon.